Tendo pigtailed girl, Akane Tendo pigtailed girl, Akane Tendo pig. Programs and welcome to another episode of Fan Holes Big in Japan. I'm Justin and I'll be your host this evening. Joining me tonight are two of my fellow Super Saiyans. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Ow, my arm. It's there. Ow, my arm. It's Mike. On this episode, we will be discussing Dragon Ball Z, the history of Trunks, aka Dragon Ball Zeto, Zetsuba no Hanke. You remember a time before this, Gohan? What was it like? Well, when I was a toddler, my uncle showed up, kidnapped me, and then Mr. Piccolo killed him and my dad. Then Mr. Piccolo kidnapped me, the Saiyans showed up, killed a bunch of people, including Mr. Piccolo. Then we went to Namek, a bunch more people died, we came back, then my dad died again, then all my friends died, and now everyone else is dying. But it was better, right? No. This was released February 24th, 1993 in Japan, and October the 24th in the year 2000. Dragon Ball Z, the history of Trunks, is about the history of Trunks. Gohan dies the end. <laughs> so, you see, I, I feel like that's incredibly accurate, and I have I have issues with that. So Okay. This kind of brought back a lot of, like, 90s like as white fan sub memories for mm, me because like mm. i remember ye olden days when it was like the ocean dub and like go goku gets to planet namek it repeats endlessly that's what it felt like so it i remember like getting on the internet endlessly. i remember getting on the internet and trying to find out like when are new episodes going to show up and then it's like you start reading like bits and pieces it's like well who's this cell guy and like what's who's this like pink blobby guy like what what's all this stuff and then you find out about trunks and all this stuff and i feel like i knew about this special like way before i ever saw it like i remember like seeing just you know a, a picture of trunks from this like when he's wearing that little like white and blue capsule core shirt and i'm just like what what's that from like i don't you know that doesn't look like it's from you know the android cell saga or whatever and then i think Maybe my junior year of high school, like, uh, I had a friend and he, like, made a bootleg of this for me. And he had, it's like, that tape had, like, History of Trunks, Movie 12, some of the, like, Super 17 episodes of GT. And they were, like, really, 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 like, bad quality, like, 10th generation or something. Like, they were awful, but I still watched them anyway. And then there were, like, four episodes of the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show. He just, like, threw in there. So, like, that was how I watched, like, History of Trunks until, like, the official, you know, in the year 2000 release finally came out and, you know, watched that. But, like, did, how did you guys come to this? Like, did you have, like, a similar kind of, like, discovery of this, like, through the Internet or, like, how? The, the, this, I guess I, I, it's worth because it's Trunks going into some things. So, I, two, 2000, uh, maybe maybe 1999, because this was... This was like Phantom Menace-ish era. It was like 1999. Uh, a bunch of my buddies lived at a place that was called, they called it the cabin. And and so they always had parties there and all this other stuff. And so I was often at the cabin. And I remember, uh, I remember one, I don't know if it was a morning after a party or some shit, but... There was Cartoon Network, and I was kind of paying attention to Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network. And then I think there were other people I was friends with. They're saying, oh, you should check this out or whatever. And so I started watching some of the dubbed episodes, and I did get into it, especially during the Namek saga. And 
as you said, when the Namek saga ran, it ran, and then it ran again, and then it ran again, and then it again, fucking ran again, again, and again, again and again, and again right? Again. And and so so you're kind of like, okay, well, I guess I've seen all this shit. And uh, another buddy of mine who was familiar, more familiar with it than I was, said, oh, well, you got to check out Trunks. And I'm like, what the fuck is Trunks? And and he's like, well, yeah, that happens after the, the Namek saga and this and that. And so the next time I went to the Los Angeles comic book sci-fi convention at the Shriner Auditorium, which was something that happened like almost every month, there were always all these guys with their asswipe bootleg videotapes and asswipe fan subs. And because the friend uh, who was named Jeff told me about, he's like trunks, like, and that planted this, okay, trunks, like, so trunks happens after, you know, the, the Namek shit or whatever. And so the first Dragon Ball Z fan sub tape I ever bought were, was, I think, I think it was like two or three episodes or I forget how many, or maybe they had five episodes, but it's like, I think that they, they would, you know, they'd have like these fan subs, which presumably they got off the internet or what, whatever they did. I, I, I don't even know how those can't, you know, maybe it was still old school enough that it wasn't even an internet thing. It was just, you know, tape trading and all that kind of stuff. But somebody had timed it and subtitled it and, and it was a done deal. So I, I got this episode and watched, the episode where Trunk shows up and cuts the shit out of Frieza and blows away fucking King Cold and all that, you know, the, every, well, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, you know what I'm fucking talking about. But anyway, I, I watched that as an ass white fan sub. And because I didn't want to wait my entire life to see this fucking shit, <laughs> I, I, I bought many asswipe fan subs, like a great deal of asswipe fan subs. And I believe Justin can verify this because don't you have all the asswipe fan subs or a lot of them? Didn't I send those, or was that just Headmasters? I don't remember now. I've got all the asswipe stuff for Master Force and some okay. Headmasters. Okay, okay, but but I I had like like I I had that and I had Dragon Ball Z and and some other stuff too, like Devil Man and some other I don't know. There was some other stuff that I had, and so I I had a crap ton of asswipe fan sub Dragon Ball Z stuff, right? To answer the specific question about history of trunks, just like Bardock special, I, I, I don't know if they were on the same tape, like the like the, how they sell it with, with a lot of the DVD and Blu-ray releases, how they're both on the same disc or whatever, because they're both specials. But I'm pretty sure they were maybe individual or something like that. But I had an asswipe fan sub tape of the history of trunks. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much how I first came to it, how I first watched it. I I I, I want to say I watched things in order, but I don't think that's entirely true. Like, I think I think I got things I was curious about because I remember specifically like like because somebody told me about Trunks. I was like, OK, so I, I bought those episodes. But then I think I jumped ahead and like I was curious about the the Afterworld tournament because the way I heard about it and read it, like I, I thought it was going to be like Goku fights people in hell. And they, I don't know, it sounded cool to me, but then it was PyCon and I thought it fucking sucked and it was filler and I didn't know it was filler and I was super disappointed with it. And to be perfectly honest, I know it's blasphemy, but I think like the GT episodes where Frieza and Cell and all those guys come back to life are way better than those PyCon episodes. So like there, there were, there were things where I watched stuff out of order and like certain things I was turned off by and other things I, I thought were, were cool. And like, I, I think Bardock was something I thought was cool. So then I think I probably got, got this trunks special as well. And I, I mean, I don't know, I guess, I guess I'm supposed to like this cause Gohan's in it, but I feel like this is, this isn't like, I, I get the nostalgia for it. To me, it's like trunks comes from like, the, the best way I can quantify it is I like Superman, right? But I don't like Injustice Superman, right? Like, so I feel like Trunks comes from, like, the Injustice universe or something. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like except for in this, like, Gohan doesn't go evil and, and doesn't rip out the Joker's heart or whatever, but it's Gohan's the last guy standing and 
loses his arm and then he gets beat to shit like a bitch and then that lets trunks go super saiyan and then they jump three months later or three years later or whatever it is and you're like how the fuck did he get his sword he just fucking has it and it i remember that kind of weirded me out at the time i was watching it and it still kind of bugs me that it's called the history of trunks but you never learn how the fuck he gets his sword and and it seemed like it was just in a rush to sync up with the the time traveling thing and and i guess I, I, you know, and I, I don't mean to be the party pooper of the group because I don't, I don't know. Maybe you guys love this, so I, I don't know if I am being the party pooper or not. But I kind of feel like this was better left to imagination. Like, like anything I could imagine was better than this. And I think when I first saw Trunks come up on the scene because it was talked up so much to me, it and and it was funny too, because I think it actually delivered. Like watching that asswipe fan sub and go, holy shit, look at this guy in his jean jacket and he chops up fucking Frieza into a million fucking pieces and like, holy shit, this guy's badass. And I remember I was even fucking nerdy enough. This was before cosplay was a thing, right? But for Halloween, I dressed up like Trunks and pretty much like 99% of the people didn't know what the fuck I was. But I dressed up like Trunks. I had a samurai sword. I had a jean jacket. And I made myself a little capsule corp thing with my computer. And like stitched it on to the the, the jean jacket. And then I had like, you know, a little tank top. And I had some, some gray jeans. And I was feeling all cool about myself. I tried my best to like put purple dye in my hair. Which didn't work quite well but my hair was pretty long at the time like long enough that i could pull off something sort of like that and other than like some of my good friends that watched dbz with me there was one other dude that was like oh shit dude you're trunks you know and knew what i was but pretty much like like the girl i was into at the time was like what the fuck are you supposed to be you know and all this other stuff so it's like you know it was kind of funny Please tell me there's a picture of you dressed up like this. I don't think so, man. Oh, I don't man. think I, I don't I don't think there's <laughs> many pictures of any of that shit. I mm. maybe I, I mean if there is, I don't know who has it. Like see, you know what's funny is because I remember I remember the girl I was hung up on at the time. Like I don't you know, I mean you know, she's asking what I was supposed to be like. I mean, technically, I guess she was like the spider web lady or so. I mean, I don't you know, I don't know technically what she was supposed to be either. But like she was, you know, she had a dress on and her hair looked nice and everything. But it's like she had like, I don't know, like spiders on her. I don't know, like fingers or her dress or some. You know what I mean? Like it's like she had like a web dress or something. And she's supposed to be like, you know, I don't know, like some kind of Elvira ish spider lady thing or whatever you know so it's like and i have vague memories of photos being taken with her in that in that halloween costume so there must be there must be some photos out there somewhere like that but i don't i don't think i have them so i don't think so justin but but yeah that's that's kind of i mean that's kind of like a wham bam don't mean to punch you guys in the gut uh quick take on um history of trunks uh, what about you, Michael? Like, how did you first come to History of Trunks? Well, I know the first time I saw Trunks was in a, a crappy, like, fan sub, like, VHS my cousin had. Like, and it, it was his, like, debut episodes. And like Derek, I thought, like, it was super awesome. And, I, you know, back in the day, it's like, you know, and it, it kind of falls victim to, like, maybe it wasn't so new back then. But it's like, cool new guy comes in and owns, yeah. like, yeah. old villain. but. Mm-hmm. It, it's done with such like style and like, you know, that's a great episode of Dragon mm-hmm. Ball. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, yeah, I think I forget I forgave it then and I think it still kind of holds up today. Um, This actual OVA, I don't think I saw it until I actually bought the like, you know, Funimation DVD. And then I watched like the Japanese like version first or whatever. I know I've seen I saw before that I saw clips of it from, from like probably asswipe fan subs on like. You know, you probably downloaded them off, you know, old Dragon Ball sites or whatever. Like, I know I had like, you know, they had clips of, oh, here's Trunks's first Super Saiyan transformation. And like, I, you know, when Gohan dies I've I, and I saw that and I was like, oh, what's that from? Like, the, that wasn't in any of the episodes I saw. And then, like, finally, you know, eventually, you know, I found, oh, there was a TV special and it, you know, shows his whole backstory. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it's too bad. Like, they don't have that. Like, I, I don't have that on any of my old crappy, like, you know 
fan subs or anything. But yeah, this I, I bought the Funimation DVD, you know, and I, I obviously I watched the Japanese version first and I was like, oh, well, yeah, like I like that. However, um, I think I kind of side more with Derek in that, like, while I have nostalgic fondness for this, I don't think it really like I think the Bardock special still holds up today. I don't think this does. Like as much, at least like there are good moments in it, but there's a lot of stuff where I question it. And and certainly in retrospect, it's kind of like 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 Gohan, man, like you trained for 13 fucking years and you still couldn't beat them. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't know. Like part, part the, of me is like, yeah, that, like that, this that's, doesn't that's make one sense. of those things like, where where it bugged me because it's it's that thing of like Trunk shows up and pones Frieza and King Cold and then tells them the androids are coming and he can't handle them alone and he's there to save Goku. So they're, they're desperately trying to build up the androids as like, they must be so much more dangerous than Frieza. But it's it's weird to me because it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe it's the, the, the pop culture we were raised on. But, you know, like, I don't know, to me it's like robots. Like, I don't... You know, foot soldiers, you smash them in the face. Sentinels, you chop them down at the legs. You know, like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, like there, there's something about that where, you know, th- th- there's some kind of disconnect. Dragon Ball's whole track record was always the, the newer villain had to be bigger than the last villain, even though Frieza was ostensibly intended to be the biggest villain there was, right? But they kept having to up the ante. And like what cracks me up is like it, when they when they go through the roster in the dub of all the special Z forces that are all dead or whatever, you know, like in the Funimation dub, it cracks me up because I think in the Japanese dub, it's just like a list of names where it's like, oh, this this fighter fell and this fighter fell and, and this fighter fell and this fighter fell. But in the in the dub, it's kind of like, you know, Piccolo was the first to die and then it was Vegeta and then it was uh, tension on and then it was Yamcha and finally it was Krillin like Krillin some fucking pinnacle to like you know like if, if Krillin falls then they, the universe they even going. killed the strongest man in the, on the <laughs> earth I'm just like what like it's just like so fucking stupid and, and Wait, Derek are, are you telling me that Krillin wasn't in the house <laughs> <laughs> I mostly enjoy the the Japanese language version better, especially the the soundtrack. But I will say, and this is only going to make sense to a, a super select listening audience clientele. But if if you ever, and, and I'm trying to remember now, uh, it's seventeen, right? Is is the dude right? Android seventeen. Okay. Like, and 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 this probably won't even make much sense to to Mike or Justin either. But I was watching it today. And I'm listening to the dub first because I watched I, I, I took out the Blu-ray because I already cracked it open when we did the Bardock thing. And I I put in the Blu-ray and got mad because, you know, it's 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 quote unquote widescreen. But they chopped off fucking 17 and 18's heads. And you know what I mean? Like they did that croppy thing to make it widescreen. So I'm mad. But I'm like, my plan was, OK, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the dub on the Blu-ray and then I'll put in my old DVD and watch it in, you know, uh, four by three with the subtitles later. And I'm listening to the voice actor for 17. And I was like, dude, you know who Android 17 sounds like? And and it's funny because I, I think they, they, you know, the VAs live in Texas. So it makes sense to me in a weird sort of way. But I was like, he sounds like Trennis Magnus for some reason to me. So anyway, this podcaster, uh, I like listening to his shows. But anyway, for some reason, I was like, dude, Android 17 sounds like Trennis Magnus. These seven men are disrupting the comic book industry. <laughs> According to this data, I am much stronger than this model is. Uh, other than that, like, I prefer the the Japanese language you know, like especially the the background music, because I think it helps it a little more because like, you, you know, like when they're when, when they first come into town and they're like this uh, and I'll try to sell it because it's like Android 17 and 18 are like the Mickey and Mallory Knox of like Dragon Ball Z. Like they're 
they're like serial killers and people like scream and flee in terror when they show up. And it's supposed to be like this, you know, I mean, there, there's so much stuff in Japanese popular culture that evokes Hiroshima and Nagasaki and all this stuff. And like, I feel like Android 17 and 18 are like, if Mickey and Mallory Knox could set off a nuclear bomb, that's, that's what Android 17 and 18 are. And they come to this town and they blow away all these people and they, 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 they got the little mushroom clouds and all this other stuff. And in the middle of this, when it's the Funimation thing, you've got this newscaster and it's so fucking goofy where he's like, Oh my God, the whole world is about to explode and boy, we can't, how do you handle it? And he like flies over, but like, and I, I don't know if I'm just biased, like, but the, the Japanese language version of that, like feels like it's a little, I mean, I, I don't mean to be like a Taku guy or whatever but it, i don't know it just it just seems more serious to me like where you're like holy shit these these guys are are are, are mass murdering like entire cities of people for fun you know what i mean and 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 i i don't know what it is about the the way but it just seemed like the way they sold it it was like that guy may as well have been mr dog you know like like giving a speech or something you know like it, i don't know but um it it just was was kind of strange to me, you know, like like revisiting it and kind of going like, oh, like some of this some of this dub stuff didn't hold up as well. But I mean, I guess in the positive, like if you like Android 17 and 18, this is this is a vehicle for them to shine. I mean, they kick the shit out of everybody. They 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 go on this murder spree. Like if you're if you're into, I don't know, Bonnie and Clyde or mickey and mallory knox like you know the the whole natural born killers thing i mean that's it's like natural born killers meets i don't know miracle man or something like that's that's kind of what it is um i don't know if i'm making it sound cooler than it actually is i i kind of feel like i might be um but that's that's kind of how i i took those guys yeah it's like well i feel like you know they are the versions of 17 and 18, how they would be if like Goku wasn't around, like kind of because like, you know, in the normal timeline, it's like Goku is around. They have a purpose to, you know, kill Goku. And then ultimately everyone surpasses them in power. So it's not like they can go around on a murder spree anymore. So they just kind of settle down and like live their lives or whatever. But this one, it's like, you know, Goku's dead. They kill everyone like on the at the outset. And then they have nothing to do for like a decade, basically. So they just go on their murder sprees or whatever. So, I mean, you know, they're not very super complicated motivations, but they're certainly scary in this. Like, they're Mm -hmm. yeah, you you do feel like the helplessness that like, you know, uh, everyone feels. And like, like, again, like uh, I I feel like I, I don't know, like a lot of stuff doesn't like hold up with what you know of Dragon Ball's world, like. You know, as soon as everyone died, like Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, you know, anyone who could have made a difference died. You would think that either Gohan and Bulma would like hop in a spaceship and go to like New Namek or something and get the those Dragon Balls and be yeah. like, oh, yeah, we got to fix this shit. Like or, you know, King Kai, like, you know, telepathically contacts Gohan and says, hey, like you know, I can train you or whatever, and we'll, we'll fix this shit up right quick. Or, or Mr. Popo contacts like Gohan and says, Hey, I have this magical training like chamber where you can do a year's worth of training in one day. How about you come up here and give it a swing? And we'll like, you know, we'll fix this shit. But like, apparently all those options are not available to this like world. So this is, this is also not strictly Toriyama, right? This is not, canon there well it's this is an adaptation of a special chapter that toriyama did called like trunks's story that like took like it it, like was a break in the usual like manga like story like in the middle of the android saga and it's basically the same beats but they stretch it out a whole of a, a hell of a lot more in the movie like trunks's story is like 20 pages and it's just it opens on Gohan training Trunks. Gohan's already lost his arm, and Trunks can already turn into a Super Saiyan. And then, like, you know, they, they give all the exposition. Oh, the androids have been rampaging. They killed everyone. Like, but we're training to beat them. 
And then Gohan gets like the the message that, oh, the androids are attacking this. You know, Gohan does his, you know, you stay here, Trunks. I'm going off to fight them. Trunks finds him. He's dead. Like, and then like, then they cut to, you know, three years later and Trunks is like, you know, hey, I think I can beat them now. You can't. (laughs) Then they cut to, you know, Trunks in the hospital bed. And then he's like, okay, I can't beat them. I'll use the time machine. And that like, that's all in 20 pages, basically. So. I mean, I know there's what is it, movie 12 or whatever, but did did they ever explain in the manga where he actually gets the fucking sword No, from? he just has it. Yep. Mm. Like, movie See, that, 12 that, tries to, like, yeah, return in a, I, like, explanation. I, but, but even that, like, that's not, that's not future Trunks, that's, that's Pre- our Trunks. Yeah. So, like, movie 13. Oh, movie 13, I'm sorry. Um, I, I knew it was one of those fucking movies, Justin. They're all the same, Justin. They're all the same. Goku saves the day at the end. Actually. <laughs> They're all the same. No, but I was I was sad that at 13. I'm sorry. I, I was bummed out. I'm bummed out that there's no there's no I, real explanation. I kind of feel the same way you guys do. And I used to really l- like this quite a bit. Like I I watched that ass white sub many, 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 many times. For this uh, episode, I watched the English dub, actually, because I've only seen it... I think this is maybe the third time I've ever seen the English dub. So I just wanted to watch something different. And, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. The stuff Mike's saying, like, these are all things I thought of back then, but I think I was able to, like, overlook them, or I was just like, no, man, this is cool. It's like, you know, the alternate future, and it's trunks, and the androids, like... You know, somehow I was over to uh, somehow I was able to overlook all that stuff and enjoy it. But this time I'm just like, well, wait a minute, you know, like I kept thinking back of all those plot points that I thought of, you know, 20 years ago. And I'm like, did did the androids really spend 13 years just kind of like going from city to city and blowing up every one of them? And what did Trunks do for three years after Gohan died? Did he just stay in? you know, Castle Core building and train on his own. Like, I, I don't know. I, I kind of wish, like, instead of glossing over, like, everyone's death at the beginning, I kind of wish, like, there was maybe not a really long extended sequence, but maybe just, like, a 10 or 15-minute sequence where they show everyone getting killed. Because, like, the thing I noticed this time watching the movie is it, it's just really repetitive. It's just androids blow up shit, go on fights and gets beat. And they just kind of repeat that for you know what what three or four different beats and then you know trunks goes back in time the end i was just like oh i thought this was like and i looked at the time i was like oh this is like 40 you know 49 50 minutes long like i i always thought this was longer and it's kind of like i don't know i just wasn't as into it this time as i was you know all those times before oh yeah it's like there are three fights and they all have the same outcome like the first yeah. fight like they lose the second fight gohan loses and the third fight trunks loses so it's like you know well i i guess you could argue i mean just to be devil's advocate you could argue the second fight gohan loses but it causes trunks to go super saiyan finally so there's some trade-off to that i suppose but but uh i I, I, I mostly agree that that it's not I don't know it, it, and I still have a tough time wrapping my head around it's like how badass he was in his introduction episode versus like the state he's in at the end of this episode because shouldn't he be like on par with how he was you know what I mean like I I think I think that's one of those things I never got over because I I do think trunks lived up to the hype that I was given when I saw his introduction episode, but I feel like this special combined with what a lame he was in the later episodes of the cell saga. I was like, Oh man, like you, you, you know, I thought you were cool trunks and trunks still cool. No, no, you're not bro. Like you're not as cool as I, as I thought you were, you know, the way I always kind of rationalized it was like, even though he gets the absolute crap kicked out of him at the end before he goes back in time, like, at that point, he's still, like, so far above where Cyborg Frieza was. Like, it's not mm. even close. This is this is the first time Trunks has gotten the chance to, like, bully someone who he's a lot <laughs> stronger than. Right, so. right, right. Well, well, I guess that's, that's what's weird to me is, like, 
I, I guess, you know, and maybe maybe that's because I'm like everything, you know, that takes place in space is like more important to me. But I, I just feel like, dude, like they're just like you said, they just roam around Earth and they destroy Pepper Town and Breadstick Town and fucking, <laughs> you know, goddamn Olive Garden Town or what, you know, whatever all these towns are. Right. And I'm just like. How. How is fighting? I don't know. I don't. I. I don't. I don't. I don't get the power levels in this in this universe. Like, because it's like. I mean, part of me could get like, okay, like Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Broly, or whatever. Like, he's way more powerful than anything they faced before. Because that kind of makes sense to me. Because they're in space and he trained and he's doing whatever he's doing and you know he's a Saiyan and all this other stuff. But like some of these guys, I'm just kind of like, so Cell's stronger than than the androids right but gohan as a 16 year old or 15 year old decimates cell but adult gohan who's been training longer than teenage gohan loses to androids that what i don't i don't i don't i don't know to me it's like i guess you're not supposed to think about that I mean, part of it, there's a misconception, too. Like, in the very misconception is how they chose to, like, you know, give the English localization of the names. They're not androids. Like, they're not, like, that android denotes a, a totally, like, you know, a, a robot. Like, they're, you know, artificial humans. Like, they, they are supposed to be more like cyborgs. So they do have, like, key and, like, chi, mm-hmm. and it's infinite, basically. Okay. So, and I think, like, people like to point out that Gohan can hold his own against one of them. But when they both fight him and just, you know, spam key attacks, like, he can't, like, counter that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they have, like, infinite energy. But, and and then, like, you know, you haven't seen this, Derek, but, like... By the time Super rolls around, it's like 17 and 18 are like, oh, we can get stronger because we're part human or whatever. So we can like get like, you know, we can level up like even though like we're, you know, technically we should have been artificially like made strong or whatever. But but I, I remember back in the early days of the Internet, like everyone would be like, you know, some some people would call them like translate them as Android. And there's like people would be like, no, 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 it's artificial human 17 and 18. Like, you know, they're not robots like or or I think people were saying like the best way they could have translated it would be like cyborg 17 and 18 mm. or something. But I guess that doesn't roll off the tongue as well as or does, they can't dub it as easily. But yeah, I and know. I guess I guess the fact that she has a kid with Krillin, right? Like you couldn't do that if you're an ant. Well, I don't yeah. know, supposedly, right? I think Derek just has a problem with people from the future, like Trunks and Cable and Connor from Angel. Like, <laughs> I, I Cable's Cable's fine. I mean, you know, and Trunks is cool. I mean, I I thought of Trunks as like you know like Valor Monel or somebody. I was like, oh, this is going to be badass. Like, this is going to be cool, right? But and it was. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool when he came back and he owned Cyborg Frieza or whatever. But I I guess I just you know. I, so something about this is like it's epic, but it's it's also kind of mundane too. I don't know. I don't know how to. It's like it's like this is so world shattering for this version of Trunks, but it's all very kind of mundane too. Like it, I, I well, you, you know, it doesn't. It, it just it takes place at an amusement park. Like I mean, I, I don't know. Well, there's there's a problem sometimes, and I like to call it like the problem of inevitability. Where you do a prequel and certain things have to happen and you know they have to happen because it's a prequel and you know this is how things are. And sometimes like the Bardock special, you can make the weight of inevitability like work to your advantage where you know it's hopeless. But like, you know, the character doesn't know it and you can really like play with that atmosphere and you can make something that's actually like really dramatic, even though there it has the weight of inevitability. But this, like, it has the weight of inevitability, but they don't, like, I don't know, they don't manipulate it as well as they did in the Bardock special. Like, you know Trunks is gonna, you know, has to go back in time, so he's gonna fail, basically, at everything he does. And he told Goku that, like, Gohan trained him and then died, so you know Gohan's gonna die. And then, yeah, like, and they don't, like, really play with any of that, I guess. Maybe... Maybe if they showed more of things from Gohan's perspective, I feel like, mm-hmm. like, cause I, I don't know. I don't feel like, you know, 
all Trunks does is like tag along and whine and stuff and then like get his ass kicked. So I don't maybe if it was like from Gohan's perspective, but like yeah, there I, isn't yeah. Because I was wondering like, you know, there's that scene with Chi Chi and Ox King, and I was kinda wondering like, does Gohan still live at home? Like if not, like where does he live? Like how often does he see like, you know, his mom and his grandpa? Yeah, I, 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 this time watching it, I kind of wondered why that scene was in here at all. Like, I was kind of like, why? Like, I mean, I guess, you know, Gigi, the she has to be a nagging bitch. No yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if they weren't going to show anything from Gohan's perspective, like, then, you know, sorry, Chi Chi, Ox King, you like your redundant characters in this narrative at the moment. Like, well, I kind of I kind of feel like there is that aspect where it's the future. Right. And and presumably these characters have been going around destroying towns and everything, but it seems odd to me. I mean, maybe it's just because it's randomized, right? There's no strategy to it. So, uh, but I I find it odd that Bulma's left unhurt and able to construct this time machine. Meanwhile, there seems to be the insinuation. It's weird to me because they're lazy because it's anime, right? So you have this establishing shot of the Kami house, right? On the little island and everything like that. And my initial thought when seeing it this time is, well, it's not really a dystopian future because the androids didn't show up to Kami house and blow it to kingdom come. You know what I mean? Like it still looks pretty fucking pristine, right? So they didn't get attacked, but then you see they're in a little submarine hiding out afraid for their lives and master Roshi's like, I'm going to go down there and kick some ass. And they're like, no master Roshi. No, like, like you'll be murdered. Like, don't do it. Master Roshi and all this other stuff. And, and, and Uong's like, Oh, you know, uh, try to be brave, you know, and all this other stuff. Right. And what I got out of that was these characters that, I mean, Oolong was always kind of like that character where he put up a front, but when the shit hit the fan, he was a character that would, you know, save himself, like hide under the covers and 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 get the fuck out of harm's way and everything. But I, I feel like Roshi's not that type of character, so that's why he's struggling with it. But there is that element of hopelessness, you know, but 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 it makes you feel like it, it's weird to me that even though it, 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 it's 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 almost more realistic, but in a like depressing way where it's like, oh, you know, these these family members. Oh, I mean, think about it. Like if you're if your husband. And your uh, husbands and, and all this other stuff got killed, right? Like, I don't know, like like part of me is like, you know, going into this, you know, I don't know, age of apocalypse mode or whatever, you know, like e- even in those, they have these little pockets of resistance, like something. Right. But, the, you know, it's it, it just seems like those characters were made to be so powerful that, that there was no hope to resist them. So it seems like they just they just went off and had to live their lives, you know, which is kind of depressing. You know what I mean? Like they, they can't do anything anything at all to oppose it it seems like the only person who could possibly do anything is gohan but then gohan spends his entire 13 years getting his ass beat at every turn like like it doesn't seem like he ever stops them from blowing up a city do you know what i mean like you know how you said it's like the 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 pattern is they fight they lose they fight they lose they fight they lose fuck it i'm gonna go on a time machine like maybe there could have been a point where i don't know gohan did something to where bulma doesn't get blown up or you know know what i mean like something where it's like okay he lost his arm and okay he died and he he's face down in a fucking ditch of water which is super depressing but maybe Maybe th- there could have been something. I mean, I guess the good that came out of it is he gave Trunks the sensu bean and Trunks didn't die. And it's supposed to be like Trunks is our future and all that stuff. I guess that's supposed to be the good thing. But I, I don't know. I, I, I just yeah, it's, it, you know, so, some of that stuff, I guess, is, you know, it, it's like a lot of that kind of popular media, whether it's like Miracle Man or The Walking Dead or. I don't know, whatever comparisons you can make where it's just like, you know, injustice or, you know, whoever, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's like some, some of that stuff is so 
soul crushing. You know, it's like it's like that that, that doesn't there's that and 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 it's interesting too because conceivably this is a future like how does this is what I was going to ask you guys before, like, because I, I don't think I've paid attention to it too much. And it's been a long time since I've been really heavily focused on this property. But how, how does time travel work in Dragon Ball? Like, like, did, 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 <laughs> Toriyama did this... changed his mind, like midway, like through the plot, I feel like. Okay. It seemed like when Trunks originally showed up, the intent was giving Goku the medicine would avert his timeline. Like, and they would, it would fix everything. But then like, by the time, like he went back to his timeline, it was still the same. And when he comes back to the past, he's like, Oh no. Like instead, like I wanted to make a timeline where like, you know, the androids didn't take over. So at least there was one good timeline and maybe we could like figure out how to beat them together or whatever. But I feel like originally Toriyama, like that, I think, there's a whole like article on like timelines on like or, or like time travel in like on like TV tropes or whatever where it's like there's two kinds of time travel like type A where everything's a straight line and anything you change in the past will alter the future or type B which creates like the multiverse or right. you know alternate futures so like I I think he started with type A and then decided it had to be type B because you know if if Trunks uh like had Goku cured, then then that should have been like you know the end of it. Then maybe right. it Goku should have been was... all wiped away. But but and I guess if it is the the multiverse thing, then do do they ever revisit those particular Android seventeen and eighteens ever again? Yeah, like at the very end of the Cell Saga, like Trunks okay. has that final denouement episode where he goes yeah. back and kills them. Yeah. Ah, uh, so. okay, okay. I, I yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'm remembering that now. Hold on, you did it so he could fight. So when you went back to your time, he was alive again, wasn't he? He wasn't, and that's when I learned how time travel works. But that's not right. I've seen stuff like this in movies. If you change the past, it should change the future too. <laughs> You're not listening. It only affects the future of the timeline you've traveled to. Your future, not mine. You're describing dynamic time travel theories. But from what I've seen, that's not how it works. Those movies got it wrong. There's the world, the reality, the timeline where I live. Then there's the one where you're from. They're similar, but different. Separate. Saving one won't save them both. So Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. What's sad too, and like I don't know if you'll ever watch this, but like it's like when it, by the time it got to Super, it's like it turns out that Trunks's timeline got even more shitty. Like after all that happened, uh. so like because they bring Trunks back for a story arc in Super, okay. and like like I won't spoil the specifics of it, but then you know you talk about soul crushing. It's like well, you did, know, did did you guys both see it? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, good, the good, good, go ahead. I, I go ahead. Like, like does, just, it. weren't you like, well, first of all, like, you know, it was, you know, that that the future trunks arc in super Justin. I mean, it was when it first came out, we were all like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like future trunks is coming back. Yeah. But was it talk about like soul crushing? Like not only like did they like, you know, they beat the androids and they beat cell and they even beat boo. And then all of a sudden, like another enemy shows up and completely annihilates Trunks's like future world, basically. Yeah. So, like that—that that was like, oh man! Like, haven't he? Hasn't he been through enough? Like, you know, come on! Like, but he gets a girlfriend. But he gets a girlfriend. Yeah. So I guess I mean, okay. I guess that's something. But is the girlfriend Ooh, from from his universe, or is the girlfriend from the? Yes, the it's universe? it's the grown up. Um, uh, you know, my like Pilaf's my uh-huh. like, well, I guess in Trunks's like future, like she also got wished back to being a kid and then she grew up to be an adult who is like the same age as Trunks and she's his girlfriend, basically. And that future, actually so. makes perfect sense, given what I have seen of Super. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they have like kid Trunks and mm -hmm. kid my like, you mm -hmm. know, going on dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, like they they like and it's too bad because I I that super arc like Justin, I don't know if you you'll agree with me, but I thought it started out really promising and then it kind of like went to poo like towards the yeah. end. But yeah. Um, but I feel like Toriyama like shifts gears pretty easily without maybe considering ramifications because like 
wasn't the wasn't sale like suggested by his editor he's like oh this android thing is it like maybe you should yeah create a stronger villain and he was like, like okay <laughs> yeah like the, the story goes it's like uh you know he he intended that uh androids 19 and 20 like you know the fat chinese doll and the uh, dr garrow were the main villains and then like his editor was like well this is a fat guy and an old man you can't have them be the villains right and he's like okay fine so then he made 17 and 18 and he was like well that's a that's a bunch of kid a, a couple of kids like they can't be the villains and torian was like okay fine and then he made cell and then, like, even even after that, he's like, well, Cell's a stupid bug. Like, he's got to transform, right? And he was like, yeah, I guess so. And then he made, like, the frog face Cell. And he was like, well, now he looks stupid. Like, he's got to transform <laughs> again. Like, that's how we ended up with, like, the perfect Cell. So, But then then Toriyama had the last laugh when he made Fat Boo. Yes. He said, F you. I'm going to start out with the fat guy, and then we'll transform him later. But I don't know. I, I think time, like, time travel is a very, like, chewy subject in dragon ball i guess and it like yeah. it's subject to toriyama's whims at any given time yeah I, I i i sort of forgot about some of that stuff so i'm glad you're around to remind me but i yeah i it, it does it it is kind of yeah depressing but i guess I, I i guess that falls into the category of do you need future trunks around or do you need him to be happy when you have kid trunks in the standard universe, I guess, or whatever. Like, well, I, I will say like, I think future trunks is a more like he has a better, like, you know, obviously he's not, he didn't grow up with a loving fan. Well, I mean, aside from Bulma, but like, you know, kid trunks grew up with his dad and his mom and like, you know, his, all his friends and stuff. And I guess that makes future trunks like more interesting and appealing as a character that he didn't. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the two, like they, they come face to face and they kind of like interact during super, but it's like, and you kind of point out the differences, but you can point out the differences between them where kid trunks is, you know, more carefree and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't know. Like I, I, they, they're, they're not at all similar. I feel like future trunks is a really popular character in the fandom, but like, I, I feel like they should have just kept him like after the cell saga, they, they should have left him alone, much like Bardock. Like they should have, you know, get left him alone, like leave, let him, you know, have his happy ending. Like that's all we needed to see of him. But no, they had to bring him back in super, put him through even more torture and now he's like the friggin' main character of what those like video games or whatever with the time patrol or well, I don't know, Justin, like the is that like the heroes thing or like. Oh, you uh, mean the Xenoverse games? Yeah, yeah. The Xenoverse yeah, games. Or, yeah. I played the second one and he's like um, time patroller. There's like a there's like a Kai of time and he works for her and you're supposed to like go, you know, you're you're playing like an original character and you're supposed to like get assignments from kai of time or future trunks and it's like oh there, there's some kind of disturbance like when bardock you know was doing his thing or you, there's there's some kind of like wacky thing going on with um with raditz like you better go and check it out and fix it so that's kind of the thing of the game sounds like yeah. what you're telling me is that trunks is part of his version of dc's linear men now okay. <laughs> It's like Trunks is and... Trunks is like Doctor Who almost. Like, yeah. YouTube, like so. Yeah, but I he mean, goes around and time polices the universe or something. I will say, like, I, I think, like in in Japanese at least, like I think his first like Super Saiyan transformation is a really good scene. Like I think you know it's very, especially in Japanese, like it's very haunting and uh you know when he his scream is pretty awesome and you know when he hits the ground and like it all erupts around him like so i mean that's that's pretty cool it's sad that like gohan had to be jobbed to for him to get it but like you know i mean there are good like i think the animation is really good in this like you know it's obviously a higher quality since it's a, a special and like you know the fight scenes are all like i mean they might be all going in the same direction but i think they have some good choreography in them or whatever yeah but, yeah I, I like some of the stuff where they're like flying around through the buildings and then doing all kinds of you know after image stuff and things like that but yeah I, I didn't bother to watch the dub but i have seen it before and i do remember it just being you know 
kind of off or, you know, all those scenes like we talked about when we talked about Bardock, all those scenes of silence and stuff. They always have to add, add in someone thinking like thoughts or, you know. Right, right. Or or there's there's that they they can't say iskimask when they eat the fucking rice like what what the fuck do they say they they're like uh, eat rice attack or whatever yeah and they kept yeah. saying darn you darn you darn those guys I felt like I was <laughs> watching that I felt like I was watching like the melee dub of like Master Force again or something ah uh, darn those guys darn those guys yeah. Uh. I was thinking of like all your talk about like Kikaider because they kept saying like you know Jinzo Negan like Jinzo Negan like you know artificial yeah, they're, creation they're, yeah, yeah artificial yeah, cyborgs yeah uh-huh. yeah so I and there's like you know when they add in some of these dub lines like I know there's like a lot of like mistranslations and stuff that totally does not fit the like scene like the very first scene where like Trunks and Bulma are like driving in their car and they hear like the androids are attacking and, you know, Trunks flies off even though Bulma like is protesting. It's like it, it ends on a shot like in ja- in the Japanese version. Anyway, it ends on a shot of Bulma like looking concerned, like after him, like while he's flying away. But I, if I remember correctly, I think the dub, like they add in a thought for Bulma where she's like, go get him kid. And I'm like, the kid's going to get fucking murdered. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Uh, also i don't i i I like uh i don't like future gohan's hair like i think he has a better haircut when he's a teenager in the boo saga like you know slightly spiky well mike 17 and 18 killed all the hairstylists so it's not his fault (laughs) it's not his fault i wonder if future gohan ever hooked up with future Vito. she probably died I wonder where Ox King bought all those groceries if the androids are destroying everything. You know what? I think I read, and maybe it was a Toriyama thing, but I think I read, like, to, I guess to maybe retcon or explain some of this shit. Like, someone said, like, in some guidebook or something, it said that 17 and 18 would disappear for years on end just to let the population grow again. And then they'd go, roll into mm-hmm. town and slaughter people mm-hmm. for a few years and then disappear again. So, okay. but. That that explains a little bit of it, but you know, you know, it's still. I don't know. So they, I, they would go on rampages, but then they stop and let everybody rebuild and breed, and then come back and do it yeah. all over again. Uh huh. Sounds pretty twisted, but yeah. I mean, that's something of an explanation. It doesn't explain why Bulma, like smartest person in the world or whatever, doesn't think of, you know. Building another spaceship, going to Namek, you know, King Kai, like Mr. Popo, whoever else is around, like, you know, saying, hey, Gohan, there are options, you know, like, you don't have to keep, like, you know, getting yourself beaten to shit. But I guess the story wouldn't work if, you know, no, how would like, how would you fix this? Like, what what I would do is I would have had, like, after Trunks is born, like, Bulma dies, too. So Bulma's the smart one. Like, I mean, some of this stuff falls on her head that she didn't think of any of this. But, you know, and maybe Gohan has to raise trunks. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you could do it so that like Bulma almost finished the time machine and then she 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 passes away or the androids kill her by the time she finishes the time machine or something like that. But they they managed to save the time machine or something. I almost expected Chi Chi to like call Gohan and be like, like she even says, like I don't care about those androids. I just want Gohan to come home. Like she should have like called him and been like, you know, you're spending too much time fighting those stupid androids. Like you need to become like a, a math scholar. Mom, they're killing everyone. I had to go. Go to SAT prep later. No, it's too bad because, like, like I like you said, like Derek, like Trunks's actual debut in the you know anime is awesome. Like, yeah, but this yeah. his origin story is somewhat lacking. I feel like. I mean, like I said, if it was me, I I I, I I'm kind of surprised there was never any chapter of those three years that at least explained how he got the fucking sword. You know? Yeah. I mean, that would be nice to know. Like, where does it come from? Why does it chop up uh, Cyber Frieza so easily? You know, like that whole thing. Mm. But, I mean, you'd think there, there, that would have been another thing to explain the differences between Future Trunks and 
and carefree present day trunks, right? Like the, maybe yeah. there were other, you know, uh, perils, you know, the, the, you know, the 12 labors of trunks or some shit, you know, some, yeah. some, some missing story where you, you could, you know, see how he, he got the sword and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, well, like, and, then see, and when he comes back in super, it's like, they have like, you know, a manga chapter. And I think like a flashback episode in the super anime, where uh, they show that, like, you know, oh, and after he beat Cell, it's like, you know, Kaioshin, like, showed up to uh, and and said, like, oh, you got to beat this guy Boo now. And, like, this is how I beat Boo and stuff. And then, but I was like, well, Kaioshin, you couldn't have shown up, like, a decade earlier and, like, taught, told him to beat the androids or whatever. But, mm. no, it's a shame with Justin. Like, I think you've heard this, like, you know, this idea, like, it's kind of a fanfic idea almost, but... You know, like, well, Derek, there's, you know, the, one of the main villains of the, the super arc with future trunks is Goku Black. And I know you've seen that character before, yeah, yeah. but like he, what his deal is, like he is like a, a sort of Kaioshin level god who possesses the Goku of that reality and uses his body as like a, you know, a, just a, you know, terrorize people or whatever, or, or not that reality, but a different reality. But, um. What people were saying was, man, what a missed opportunity. Like, what if that was if Goku Black was actually like a future Goten from like another reality? And then you'd have like future Goten versus future Trunks Mm -hmm. like like that. Like that would have been awesome. Like, but no, they that that, they they didn't think of that. Because Goku is uber alles. Yes. At this point, I would just be happy if they did anything with kid trunks and kid goten yeah they're kind of like non-existent well they're on the poster of that new upcoming movie at least and it looks like they've actually grown up finally like they've actually hit puberty so in fact i think trunks on that poster looks like he did in this movie like before the three-year like time skip like so yeah so he's like in his early teens but yeah, I mean that's and speaking of yeah, like I guess this this episode is a sort of a tie-in to like you know the movie that's coming out in Japan. Like by the time this episode it comes out, I think it might have already come out. But uh, Dragon Ball Superhero, um, and that seems to like you know most of the trailers make it look like you know it's going to be Gohan's movie, hmm. but I guess we'll see. So. And it, it's the the villains are the Red Ribbon Army again. So I mean that's androids again. So I, I, hey, we tied in without even trying. Good job, good yeah, job. No, everybody. I wasn't even thinking of that. Do you think, Justin? Do you think they'll like? I mean, they've obviously seen success with like bringing Frieza back. Do you think this movie will bring back Cell or something? I really hope not. That's the, like the big rumor, like that. In the trailer, there's some kind of like little mechanical ball or something, and people are like, "Oh, sales in there! Like one of sales forms, like sales going to be the main bad guy." I really hope not. I, I'm kind of, I'd rather they make up new guys. And yeah. Not bring back. Like we've had Frieza. Like having Frieza back has been a lot of fun. Having Broly, like that's been fun so far. But like that, you know, that's 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 enough for me. Like I don't need to see. Sales. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, th- this made me think of something I thought of while I was watching this, and and you guys may be able to prove me wrong because I I I m- might not have enough knowledge about this. But my thought about this too, like you know how you said this special doesn't quite hold up. I I feel like I mean there must not be much nostalgia for it either because it's not like I mean I I could be wrong, but I don't I don't remember there ever being any figure arts of armless you know Gohan or figure arts of trunks in his capsule t-shirt or you, you know what i mean like like there i don't i i just kind of felt like oh well it's it's not like there was anything in this that people could glom onto as far as like merchandise or anything but um, i mean am i wrong about that or i don't actually know if they ever made a future gohan figure art like i don't think so but i could I, be I, wrong I, yeah i don't i don't remember anything like that but they they did but not from this ova is oh there, you mean is like there a, a different future gohan i mean future trunks oh oh yeah. oh oh, oh. The, yeah well, no, I, I mean yeah yeah but gohan no there's no yeah i i mean like stuff that's like specific to this yeah history yeah i don't think so 
Yeah. I mean, they've made a Bardock figure art, but like they have not. I don't think they have made a future. Go yeah, that was. I mean, I, it's very limited, right? That's why I was saying I might yeah. not be. I might be, you know, speaking out of turn, but but I, I from my knowledge of figure arts, I was kind of like, well, they never made no armless future Gohan, but they made a Bardock. So to me, like that, you know, it's it, it might be apples and oranges, but I was like, hey, that you know, obviously there's not any pent-up interest to see, you know, Trunks in a capsule t-shirt or or a future Gohan or whatever you want to call him. I always thought it was a shame that, like, you know, even after future Trunks comes to, like, you know, the main timeline, it's like he interacts with Gohan, but there's no, like, real moment of him, like, being, oh, this is, like, the younger version of, like, my best friend, like, my mentor. Like, there's no, like, I don't know, significance to it, I guess. Mm. Like, and I mean, Gohan ends up being the hero of like the cell arc or whatever. And Trunks has no real reaction to that other than like, like, I, I think like, you know, when he goes back in that final episode and talks to his mom, all he can talk about is like, oh, when Goku sacrificed himself and he died anyway, like too bad. Remember, Justin, there was that super episode where future Trunks like visited Gohan and Beetle. And, like, he was kind of like, oh, cool. Like, Gohan got to, like, grow up and get married, like, in this world. Like, oh, yeah. that's nice. Like, but I don't know. Like, there's no, you would think there would be more of a connection between them, but there isn't. Well, maybe, maybe Trunk, when Trunks was lying in that hospital bed at the end, he should have been like Thanos, Derek. He should have been like, you know, no, Bulma, I won't be going back in the time machine. Three failures is enough. Like, you know, <laughs> even, even for me. I mean, if they could kill Krillin, the world's strongest man, <laughs> what chance do I have? Hey, girl, how you Well, if there's nothing else, then Derek, would you be so kind as to tell our listeners where they could find us? Yeah, if you want to send any angry emails, if if the history of Trunks is the end-all, be-all of the Dragon Ball Z experience for you, you can send your angry angry emails to fanholespodcast at gmail.com if you want to check out the backlog of episodes of big in japan you can direct download all the episodes over on fanholespodcast.blogspot.com we can also be found on all kinds of social media we're on tumblr twitter instagram facebook and we appreciate all the likes hearts shares and retweets that we receive and we can be found on Apple Podcasts. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And this is Justin, signing off. This is Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Hey, it's Mike, and Krillin was not in the house. <laughs> bad like mr satan wasn't in this like doing something wacky or leading the resistance that we wished was in this like they could yeah uh-huh he'd probably end up being their servant or somehow <laughs> like oh guys hey i really like all these massacres you're doing <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he gives them the game boy and it blows up in their face yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs>
that was always my favorite movie his from my first budokai game like i like people got mad at me for doing it like over and over repeatedly but it just it always cracked me up but wasn't it like yeah present for present you, for you. Or, or yep. something yeah, i remember <laughs> that gives him a game boy and then no, no matter who it is it could be piccolo they start playing it yep. and then it blows up in their face <laughs> 